think if I had a restaurant, I would call it Update. Not up there. Update. Update? Update. Man, you update. Alright. What kind of food you sell? Doing a classic southern, you know, barbecue spot. It's gonna be like a dive bar, just come get a little bit of everything. I wanted to be kind of dive bar, but all the portions. You're paying for the portion size, so that way when <laughs> you almost keep buying that shit and your price end up being updated. <laughs> <laughs> you join with us right here, right now on the Stu Chef Podcast. The Stu Chef. I'm on the Stu Chef Podcast. Stu Chef Podcast. The Stu Chef. I'm on the Stu Chef Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is another exciting episode of The Stew Chef. This is your boy, Retro, and usually our format is tucked away in the back room, but today is a special episode because we've changed up our location just a little bit. Tone, tell us where we're at right now. We are in my kitchen, getting yeah. ready to actually put together some edibles for, for the beautiful people out there. Yes, yes, indeed. Tone, our residential cannabis chef, is actually cooking. And usually, you guys are used to me cooking beets, but now we're also we're both sharing a lab. Him on one side of his kitchen, making some delicious treats, and me on the other side, set up to make some delicious beets. But you guys know how it is. It's the stew chef, and that's what we like to do. Um, shit. I was so I had a funny like idea, I guess, to kind of kick off the show. Um. I wanted to randomly find 10 celebrities and we just kind of like what you think their favorite edible is. It could be any any food, anything you've cooked or anything, any any type of food, but just like as an edible, what do you think they fuck with? Okay, I like that. I like that. You gonna come up with the celebrities or do we just randomly pick out five each? Man, we could randomly pick out five. I wish there was a quicker way to generate because I didn't have a list prep, but... I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not have a list. I was just like, oh, man, that would be crazy. But who? Because there's like a thousand people. I, 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 ooh. Um, Spider-Man. I don't know why he was the first one to jump in my head. My man, what's, what's the cat? The newest one. British kid. Oh, um, uh, uh, Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. He seems boyish, man. I think he... Yeah, he like like gummy bears or some shit. I was gonna you know say lollipops. Lolly yeah, that was, was my next. That was the next thing coming to my mind. It was gummy bears or lollipops. He seemed like a lollipop kind of guy. But versus like his girl Zendaya, she's a full blown. No, I don't see her as like much of a sweets kind of person. But I don't see her really incorporating it on the savory side either. I feel like she needs something with like fruit in it. Like it had to be like a strawberry shortcake kind of, or like a muffin. I would almost say something crazy like a acai bowl, but like with a drizzle. <laughs> you of, know what? Of I could like I could definitely see that oil. Yeah, like or 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 maybe like infuse the granola. Like do like a like bacon like an infused granola, granola bar with like blueberries in it. Yeah, on top. Yeah, of I could definitely see Zendaya's Greek, Greek yogurt. Like it's a drizzle of fucking. Well, that would be fucking crazy. Who else? Let's see. Going down the line. Let's see, I got a. How about Robert Downey Jr.? He feel. I, I feel like 
he's a savory meal kind of guy. I could see him. I could see him going for like some infused wings. I've, I, I, mm, no, Chris Evans maybe some wings, but like Rob RBD. I feel like you had to put it on like a, some kind of sandwich. Like it had to be the sauce on the sandwich. Like that's what I feel like he would go for. Yeah, yeah, a hoagie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, like with like a infused aioli. Dang, what else can you do? Which I have that? done before. It was absolutely incredible. Mm. Or like even if you make um, you can make mayonnaise out of uh, out of the out of like infused oil. So whoop. Which is the same as making an aioli, but still, that's, that's like just crazy. mayo on a burger. That's all aioli is anyway. It's just mayonnaise yeah, with extra shit added to it. Yeah. I've seen people like uh, on certain like cooking shows. They've even like used the the leaf from the plant in dishes. I could see that too. Like if you pickled it, maybe like you pickled some cannab- cannabis leaves and used yeah. it almost like a relish or some shit. That shit would be wild. He would fucking flip shit. Yeah, man. I feel like he would definitely fuck that up. That would. I need yeah. to make that shit and reach out yeah. to him. Just hit him up on Twitter. <laughs> Then from Iron Man, I said Captain America, aka Chris Evans. Who's gonna be in the new Buzz Lightyear remake, whatever? Which I'm actually interested in. I ain't gonna lie to you. I can't even say this. I don't movie. know. I like Buzz Lightyear being a fake thing, and now they're trying to make it like a real person. And I'm like, mm, y'all might be doing a little too much for me. The way that they described it from like a trailer, because you know Disney got to capitalize on everything, so they pretty much made a documentary on the concept of the toy Buzz Lightyear into this live action story, origin story of Buzz Lightyear, and I'm like, well. Get your money, I guess. But I like how one of the things they said when they were describing it, they were like, uh, like if you if you think of the the concept of the movie Toy Story, like they were saying like Andy, this movie is like what Andy went and saw before he got Buzz Lightyear for his birthday. Uh, trick the which whole. explains why he thought he was real like a motherfucker when he came out the box. He's exactly. trying to shoot him with the laser. That's my favorite part. He just hits him with the laser and it's just blinking in his face. <laughs> That's not flying. That's falling in style. Hater. Hater. But yeah, Chris Evans seems like a buffalo, an infused buffalo wing kind of guy. For sure. Maybe. uh, I was definitely going to say the same thing. I'm like, yeah, if we didn't get the buffalo wings for Robert, it would definitely be for Chris Evans. For Chris Evans. I, I could see that. Hell. Yeah, I'm going to switch it up. What, what kind of, uh, you know, how much sports you watch, but uh, what about Steph Curry? Curry. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> why is it? Maybe because the team is uh, it, because I was thinking of uh, Golden State as as the color. But why was I thinking like he seems like he likes French fries? I don't know. How, maybe you could. I don't know how you could do something. You could do a cheese sauce on top of the fries. You could like do some nacho sauce. fries type shit. That's I was thinking that or like how truffle oil you give it like a nice like is there a way to almost like I could infuse truffle oil anything olive oil oh, you can't yeah, infuse you can infuse any oil you can be infused see now that's lit I ain't, I'm gonna have course. to tax, uh, tax the shit out somebody well, for that true but at that point you're making salt bay money just coming to the table to sprinkle salt on fucking food at that you know what I'm saying like thousand dollars a fucking a splash of truffle food. oil that'd be fifty dollars please yeah you can infuse the truffle oil he's like a truffle fries or like a cheese fry kind of guy 
like something that like that's his cheat day type thing when he's not training or off season type shit. You know, off season after type after you got the playoffs or whatever yeah, have you. you that's when you and Aisha go out get a little loose. Like, yeah, that's what he on. I would say that like um, now. I feel like on the other end, my man, one of the goats, LeBron, he's tricky. Because at first I was like, I could see him being more elegant and having just like an infused wine. Because I was listening to some Drake bar and Drake was just like at LeBron's uh, crib, fishbowl wine glasses. And the first thing I thought was like, those are big ass glasses. Those are the ones you can roll on the table and the wine can still stay on them to aerate it. Just, all just like. spit it all around the table. Yeah. yeah. But nah, he's t- maybe like a, like if you sous vide a steak with uh, in some type of infusion like a tincture or something, and then maybe like a truffle butter. It would, it would need to be like a like a nice steak with like a like a butter crust on top of it. Yeah. Like a truffle butter crust. Yeah, truffle yeah, butter I mean, crust. Like a, I feel like the more rich they are, they gotta have truffle on some shit. Right. You know what I mean? Just and whatever it is. And again, you take the leaves off the plant and just kind of like throw it right into like the vegetables. Like you have a nice little. Well, that was in. that was the thing. The first time I made the wings, like after I infused the bud. I took out that bud because it still got some butter in it. And then I just threw that shit in the bag with the fucking wheat, with the wings. Yeah. You know, throw a little buttermilk in there and it's a buttermilk marinade with, with weed butter in it. Damn. And just let that go and then make the actual sauce and then, you know, just get ready to go on a trip. Yeah, that's next level. That's, that's, that's fucking next level. Shoot. Oh. Who else we got as far as uh, KD? What you think about KD? KD? KT seems like a street ass dude. Like, I don't know. You got to get some, some some shit you get out of a food truck in New York. Like a Jamaican beef patty or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give me the infused cocoa bread, mommy, with the... Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I can see. Like, that's, oh. what, that, that's what I feel like he would have. I see him as someone who probably enjoys, this, uh, probably like snacks on sweets, but like, like not traditional sweets, like, shit, like almost like a, shit you only get in Europe. You know what I mean? You gotta get it shipped over. I was thinking something along the lines of like, homie look like he like chocolate dip pretzel sticks. <laughs> or Pocky. I've also done chocolate covered pretzels. Pretzels, yeah. <laughs> Seems like a chocolate covered pretzel snack kind of guy. You know, that's his own. That's during the season. Like, boom, boom, just getting it. <laughs> All right, let's can change the tempo from basketball and go do comedy. All right. Well, obviously. Should we just start with Kevin Hart, the elephant in the room, Kevin Hart? <laughs> Kevin Hart definitely likes like a like a he's a traditional brownie kind of guy. Maybe. Yeah, like a boring ass brownie too. Like yeah. just with like some chocolate chips some and chocolate that's chips. it. Or maybe some walnuts, not even chocolate chips. Maybe. Yeah, just, yeah, just walnuts on, and, on and the that's protein. It. So yeah, some walnuts and a walnut loaf of chocolate. <laughs> like I could see that. Versus like Michael Shea seems like a. Uh, Michael Shea getting a little chubby. He looked like he likes the, the good snacks. Yeah. That motherfucker eats some. He looked like he'll fuck up some chocolate chip cookies. What? No, we <laughs> like gourmet style. We're talking chocolate chunk, fancy cookie with the with the with the with the peanut butter chunks in there. The uh, like the little mini Reese's chunks in there and shit. Like oh man, or some like I've seen people do the uh, the cookie brownie. 
combo, the chocolate chip cookie brownie combo, that seems up his alley. But some egg with some extra shit in it, like I did that once, and it, it just feels like too much. Like after I ate one of them, I'm like, yo, I kind of hated myself a little bit. But then I got high, and I was like, I could probably go for another one of them cookie brownies. It's, it's a big, <laughs> that's a big deal because I like I like brownies and I like chocolate chip cookies. Putting them both together is kind of like whoa, that's decadent as shit. That's way too much sugar. But also, look at this combination, <laughs> like. Yeah, that was the thing. It was like, I, I feel like I'm going to have immediate diabetes, but then that high kicked in, and I was like, I'm I could probably do one more of those I, cookies. I could rather do that. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, females. Amy Schumer. I don't know why Amy Schumer just popped up in my head. She looks like she likes turkey or pork. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I don't feel like she would be very picky. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just being biased, but I just feel like... If you just put a spread out, she'd be like, I'll have some of that. Yeah, just a little bit of everything. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, mm, mm, mm. But uh, who else we got? Ooh. How about, uh, how about uh, what's his name that, that's with the Kardashian now? Um, Pete Davidson. The one that Kanye hates. Kanye fucking hates his soul. I don't blame Kanye. I used to like Pete Davidson. I still kind of do, but at the same time, you know, he just left SNL. I was just like, ah, but what was he even doing there? Anyway, uh, he's a, he needs, because he's a skinny kid, he needs like a heavy meal. Like, he looks like a, like a, like a, a burger with, with the fries and like, like a shake, like the whole thing, because he can take on, his tolerance is high because he got Crohn's disease. Um, you know, shout that out to him. He's constantly smoking when I see him on TV. He's constantly high as He's fuck. constantly high, yeah. Yeah. But I just watched his uh, special this morning on, on Netflix. It was actually pretty good. He has some good comedians on there. He did a good little bit in the beginning. It was, it was funny. I got to check that out because I did see Netflix was releasing a bunch of different comedy specials. and. The thing is, it's, it's festival style, so it's like, here's the famous person that you all know, and then he's like, yeah, he gives you like three minutes or whatever, yeah, and then he's like, each person. yeah, yeah, and then he's like, hey, by the way, this is my best friend, I love this person's death, please keep watching this show. Nobody cares, Pete. <laughs> but. <laughs> that was the funny shit he was saying, too. He was like, uh, he was like, people either love me or hate me. It's either, hey, you're Pete Davidson. I like you. Or, hey, fuck you, Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I get that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just like, how did he even... How did... I saw some of his stand-up before. Like, I guess because he was so young when he got started that he got picked up for, like, a lot of different stuff. Like, you know, he was on Wildin' Out and shit, too. Like, I think he did. Yeah, like, yeah, he had, uh, he, had a, he had a couple episodes. He didn't make a whole season, but he was mm -hmm. on there for a little bit. Wow. What are we, what are we, did we start with musicians or we started with actors? We started with actors. Then we went to basketball. Now we had comedians. So I guess musicians is the next natural, the next natural jump. What you think? Uh, how about, how about 2 change? I've seen him on all kinds of weird shows. Uh, I feel like he's whatever it is, it's got to be the most potent version of that shit possible. I think he's a, uh, like, uh, a fresh, fresh blueberry, strawberry lemonade. Yeah. You yeah. got to use some, like, Fiji water in it. Oh, the coldest artesian well water that exists to mankind. Purified in the lakes of Minnetonka. In the lake. <laughs> I was just thinking the same shit, man. Yeah, they 
appreciate yeah some infused lemonade pinky up style um big shine i think he would eat like i want to say he's on the savory side too maybe like a slice of pizza but not just like oh we're gonna do like regular regular shredded cheese and no, like almost like a Sicilian style. Like it's kind of like crackery. On I mean, the from crust. Detroit, you gotta do like the the don't the, oh, don't they they got the Detroit deep, deep dish out there. Ah, but can you really get like the, your flavors worth from a from that style? I mean, if as you think of the, the pizza dough, put the butter and oil in the pizza dough. You know, you just gotta cook everything on super low heat. I mean, that's just how I like to do it. You can up the temperature to three three twenty five. Which is what a lot of recipes call for, but I feel like I just get more, more bang for my buck when I keep it on low heat. Yeah, yeah. No, you have to, yeah. Cause if you fuck that shit up, you gonna have shit that tastes like weed that don't get you high. What kind of edibles do you think Snoop eats? Cause you know he eats them. Oh. Like, I feel like he got a cabinet just full of weed edibles. And I think he has the luxury of getting a chance to sit in the same room with like Martha Stewart and they just create their own like cannabis cookbook. Because <laughs> I've seen it with Martha like, Martha, I want some of the best cookies in the world, but you I want to get high. The whole, like, but I, when I bite them, I want to remind me of like my summers as a youth in Long Beach, you know, football practice. And now all of a sudden she come back with like this wonderful football shaped chocolate chip cookie that's stuffed, uh, that's stuffed with like a chocolate truffle. All of it's infused. It'll probably have his fucking face in the middle of it and you know shit. What I'm you know saying? Be doing like cabbage rolls that look like joints. <laughs> she loved it, man. That's her home. And she got her pass after she did her time. You know what I mean? That makes, that makes sense to me. <laughs> and people be joking like one of them, only one of them is a true felon. I didn't even know that what she went to jail for was a thing. Even after, I feel I like Cat Williams it. said it best. Yeah, he said uh, someone went up to Martha and was like, Psst, "Take your money out of that stock; shit's gonna fall." And she went to jail for that. I'm like that's called a hookup. That's where I'm from. called a hookup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, somebody looked out for you. Where I'm from, that's what happened. Exactly. <laughs> but more power to her. Uh, I don't know if you and this is we jumping all over the place. I don't know if you ever watched uh, uh, Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, I've seen that. You remember that one season when they had, like, it almost felt like they were satirically portraying Martha's experience from that one celebrity lady that went to jail? Oh, they were definitely clowning Martha. There's no fucking other explanation <laughs> for why that would have even been relevant on that TV that show at the time. That was one of my favorite seasons. Wait, no, it wasn't. Because Old Girl died at the end of that one. Well, leading up to that was, like, one of my favorite seasons because that was hilarious. But I know they out there cooking... Who's like Schoolboy Q? Let's see. Yeah, I was about to say TD, but Schoolboy Q probably because he's a, also a loke. He would probably. Why am I saying like an ice cream sundae? How do you infuse the milk for for or cream for uh, ice cream? Yeah, for ice cream. It's a, it's a similar process. You just gotta watch. It's, if it's cream, especially you gotta watch it because it'll curdle on you. Right. But are you using butter or are you using oh no you just putting the bud right in there i mean yeah that's that's how i would that's how i would do it okay just uh de decarboxylate it bake it off decarboxylate it 
Right. And then break it up real fine. Like I, I got a grinder that I don't use for coffee. So <laughs> I use that and then just pretty much almost turn it to dust. Yeah. This and then just let it and then you just, you know, you get some cheesecloth or a fine china cap strainer. And you just strain that shit out and make ice cream. That's one of my projects. I want to do ice cream soon. I'm thinking about it. I've been thinking about it for a long time. Let me know. The popsicles are, are hit, so that ice cream can only be more delicious uh, from scratch. I had, I had My mom had an ice cream maker. I remember when I saw one when I was like six at my granddad's house. I was just like, oh, this is how. I think this one, the one he had was with the crank. The old one, you wow. gotta put the salt in oh, that that's shit. Some, that's some throwback shit right, right there. You, gotta, you had to put the salt on the side. Why do you need salt for uh, ice cream making? Cause science, shut up, you know? But I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> Pretty much, it's science, motherfucker. Just, yeah. just wait for it, it's gonna be delicious. Yeah, and then they uh, fucked around and she had one, um, one of the regular ones, the tabletop ones that you make, you just put everything in there. Like, oh, that's not as exciting. But I think I want an ice cream maker now. I've been wanting an ice cream maker, but I want almost every kitchen appliance I see. That's my problem, so. Yeah, I think I want, like, a really good blender. Like, the Ninja one. The one that just, That's like, makes. How, like, how is it as a product? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it and looks like it comes like, with, like, a little everything. personal cup. So, like, if you just want to make a smoothie for you, just put that shit in the cup, fill it up to the line, put whatever That's sauce that. you want in there, That's and then call it a goddamn do. day. That's all I want to do. Ever since I got in a Keurig uh, as a Valentine's Day gift, I've just wanted to make a tray of ice uh, coffee ice cubes and just make my own personal frappes. But with a big-ass, regular-ass blender, I can only make a two portions worth. <laughs> I can't make an individual portion because, you know, you, you try and make just enough, but you're always going to have that little bit extra. I just make... Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the luxury part about the little handheld joints. It's like, it, it even has got a line on it. It's like, hey, fill it to here. This is two servings. I'm like, all right, cool. I need one. I need one. Damn. Something smelling good, man. What you, what's, uh, what? take me through the process. We're, you're working on uh, brownies right now, right? Or something with delicious ass chocolate, cause. Edit out a lot of this noise. <laughs> ah, that's good. Cool. Me and Chuck, we made this in the kitchen. Not bullshit, we really made this in the kitchen. I said, oh, Asheroff song. So, right now I'm doing, I got some chocolate going in a double boiler that I'm going to dip cookies in once they come out. I'm doing regular mm -hmm. chocolate chip cookies. And then I'm also doing walnut and caramel brownies. And then cinnamon rolls, but that'll be a little later on. So busy day. Plus, I made what popsicles earlier, and I'm gonna do some raspberry lemonade later on tonight. Okay. Damn, that's a full blown menu. What would be the name of your uh, TH? What would be the name of your restaurant or food truck, bro? Uh, THC Tones Home Cooking. <laughs> I should have seen that. I didn't. That's fucking. That's marketing. I ain't even gonna lie. Uh, John came up with that daily. Hey. Yeah, because we were sitting out, and I was like, man, I just want to sell weed, but without selling weed. And he was like, we'll call it THC. And I was like, what the fuck? That seems like selling weed. He was like, Tones Home Cooking. And I was like, oh, shit. That is definitely the move.
I think if I had a restaurant, I would call it Update. Not up there. Update. 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 Man, you update. All right. What kind of food you selling? Going classic Southern. We got a barbecue spot. It's gonna be like a dive bar. Just come get a little bit of everything. I wanted to be kind of dive bar, but all the portions. You're paying for the portion size, so that way when <laughs> you almost keep buying that shit and your price end up being update. <laughs> 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 That's I just kind of not like tapas, but I definitely want them to be almost like. Slider size, size like food. three or four bites, and then you're like, "Damn, I'm still hungry." Like, yeah, oh, you yeah exactly. Because one of the biggest things I've, I think that I face, especially being almost like a gluttonous, but I love food, so that's probably part of the of what it is. And um, like, if I have an edible, I'm basing it off not on oh, this is what this is the amount that's gonna get me high. I'm looking at as food, like that brownie, man. I could eat that whole thing. Like, that's I the could, dangerous part is that I you, you start and then, you know, I don't fuck around and ate like five or six cookies. Right. Especially like fresh out the oven. I come out, I'm like, damn, it smell good. Let me try one more. Let me try another one. Then I'm high and I'm like, you know what? What's one more going to do? Then all of a sudden, it's a lot of regret. What is, um... What was one of those things? I don't know if I actually this on any of the previous episodes. But what is one of those things that you just kind of, even if it's like the norm, you kind of get when you cook it. You're just like, yeah, this shit gonna work every time. Like, cause I know for I know a lot of the uniqueness of your cooking is that you're not sticking to just doing like one thing. You're definitely always constantly experimenting. Um, and a lot of that, everything that you passed off as product is like A1. So I know that when it comes to like that, there's like this little fear of, man, it might not, it could work, it couldn't work, which probably helps propel you to get it forward. But is there anything that you kind of, when it's like, even if it's just like, yeah, the simplest brownies, I'm like, oh, I'm about to fuck these up. Like, ain't nothing. I mean, yeah. Like when I... What it is, is is the crazy part for me is just finding a recipe and then tweaking it and then and, and until I until I find out how I like it. You know what I mean? Because everything comes out a certain way. You can follow a recipe to a T and it'll come out like, you know, how the picture shows, but like the taste might not be there. And especially for me, because I'm putting, you know, wheat butter and everything. So it's like, all right, I definitely got to add some extras to, to mask that flavor because it's nothing worse than you eat an edible and it just tastes like you just ate like a fucking leftover Rick, blunt or some uh, shit. And not even like a good one, like a fucking roach blunt. Just fucking sour and disgusting. Ugh. Oh, that's perfect. sounds that are that are being captured on your end from just the cooking it's just kind of like flowing because i'm still over here making a beat and it's just kind of like it's, it's all, like it's all just playing together yeah, like, it's just like i was just like oh did i do that like dang i gotta sample that one nah like when that uh that first episode when the, uh dude, oh when the car drove by yeah like <laughs> loud as hell like okay it's your street i guess i'm just i'm just here 
motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie, it sounded louder when I listened to it on the podcast than it did when we were sitting in the fucking room. Mm-hmm. you working on today? Uh, man, I'm just, again, slapping something together. I think I wanted to try it. Usually, when I've been um, jumping in and making the beats for the show, I've just kind of been like short sampling which is just like i'll make a i'll make the drum pattern and a drum loop and then i'll like throw in like some melody sample to compensate for not having to go through and make the an entire melodic process but i was going to try and find an instrument a lot of it is because one the equipment that i have i don't want my uh things to freeze in the midst of so it's easier to use a sample than use certain instruments that I have because a lot of them just use a lot of power but uh yeah it's just been like I've been trying to keep everything just kind of contained to quickly getting the basis of like or the foundation of a beat down so people just kind of hear like oh it's really just like a couple of pieces of elements just kind of coming together so I found like I ended up throwing like a drum pattern together in my head when uh and i'm gonna throw put some headphones just so if you want to hear you can hear but i put a little drum pattern together in my head and i'm just trying to think like what melody like what what sounds can i add to it and uh before i came over here i was just like man i'm i i'm used to having a schedule where i kind of produce like almost every day but of course like i've been telling you i'm in the midst of packing leaving the hood to moving closer <laughs> to regular civilization <laughs> <laughs> like we look like we about to live right by a mall like that's amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. and leave. never go back to the hood i'm real okay, 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 to the hood it's just you terrible. Like, why motherfuckers work so hard to get out? Exactly. So, um, yeah, with that, I've just been like, all right, I usually get to make a beat, like, for the show. And I got to get back to, like, really making beats. So, I was lis- listening to a video before, uh, to, like, a tutorial, and it was talking about how there's, um, elements of, where's my phone? There's key elements to a um to how you can like almost genres bend your beats like that you need in order to keep make your beat sound good like make or, or not make your beat sound good to uh have the same element of beats that you're trying to make hold on should, uh, so like at your height like when you were straight and not really worried about shit else how many beats you think you were making like every day like let's go let's say pandemic because i know nobody was fucking working so oh that was maybe like 
two or well, I was probably completing I was completing probably like four or five beats a day but if it, if it went down to like an art book where you just kind of like go through pages of like sketches oh man that's like 10 or 10 or 20 10, 10 or about 10 different sketches a day so like I probably like put together like 10 different ideas in a day and then like maybe the next day come back to one of those other ideas and finish out that beat I might get lucky that day and also finish out a beat off an idea that I made that day as well um a lot of those uh, a lot of it was kind of like like I said like a lot of it I guess for me it's just like I'm like I care what I put out but I'm also kind of like drawing a bunch of stuff really quickly as a drill to kind of like okay well there's no reason why I can't make a really good beat in 10 minutes because I can make several different beats in 10 minutes. I can make really good beats in hours, but I should be able throughout all of that to just be able to zero in and take the elements from there, shortcut it all the way down to 10 minutes. So I just used to make ideas and sketches like like crazy. Okay, so you was pretty much just consistently making music during the mm -hmm. pandemic. That's, that's, that's the approach the I took with edibles. It was just... Yeah. I had nothing else to do. I woke up, made some edibles. About two hours later, I'm like, let me make some more shit. Well, I was definitely trying to also work within the industry because I, I, before I didn't come back to to the kitchen until towards the, I was about to say the second trimester. <laughs> about to say, did you expect them, motherfucker? You got, you got baby we away? Well, we weren't expecting pandemic to be like this. It was one of the worst babies. It, it's like getting slapped in the face by a girl that you didn't even know you had a one night stand with who said she was pregnant and she keeping it and she putting you on child support but I'm like maybe I'm selfish but I, I fucking love a pandemic I, I could have went another fucking two months no problem had I been collecting stim more stimulus or uh, not even stimulus checks had I been collecting uh, unemployment I would have been sewing a lot more but I had to grind it wasn't even work. unemployment I mean it was just no one else had shit to do so like I was just oh, business yeah. was just booming like it was stupid like, I don't even think I got an employment for the first, like, two months. And then I was like, hey, fuck it, might as well jump on a bandwagon, but... I mean, it was just... And, like, when them stimulus checks came out, I was hearing from motherfuckers I hadn't heard from. What? Hey, yo, like, you still I'm doing your thing? I need a fucking pound. I'm like, god damn. I'm gonna fuck with you. Yeah, people are ready to get on. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with you. It's a pandemic. I'm gonna fuck with you. Like, bruh. Okay. Nah, it was nice having money just thrown at us. I'm gonna find another sample. Yeah, after it was over, like every couple months, I was like, you know, we're going back on lockdown, right? And everyone's like, no, please. I'm like, man, this is the best time of my life. I found very weird jobs during the pandemic i didn't know what a traffic controller was that was a lame and dangerous job ain't that the guy who stands in the street and like waves people by and shit like hey, you stop you go it's more the guy who has that paddle that says stop and slow on it and all the all those cones that be in the middle of the road <laughs> yeah that was my job. That, that guy yeah i was setting up cones in the middle of the road i don't trust people enough to just be standing in the street like. bro it's not an easy job i think the second day i was working this one lady like this one white lady real karen-esque just cussed out her window like i have to fucking be somewhere and i'm just like they're doing construction like they're 
Like, what, what, what am I supposed to sing you to your death? Like, bitch. Like, yeah, I'm the one to complain to. That's why I'm out here in the hot-ass sun with this vest on. Like, yeah. This is exactly how I planned it. Everybody think that shit gonna be like Terry Crews from White Chicks just with the whistling your mouth dancing with the sign and shit like that. It is not like that at all. <laughs> I was about bro. to say, was it, was it, it not was that not, much fun? Retro? A lot of it was just like standing in the street waiting for, uh, or standing on the side of a road waiting for cars to come by. So you can stop those cars while you wait for other cars to go by. <laughs> that was the word, because like you got like a two lane road. Um, one one traffic one lane of traffic each way and you have to stop one lane because they're working on one side of that on that one lane of the traffic off on a power pole or some bullshit and you're on the walkie-talkie just standing there waiting waiting for cars bruh and we're out in the boonies so it's just like the companies that are calling us to work on these things are like people like oh time warner or duke who's like oh i live on a 700 acre farm and uh, my lights went out so they gotta send a whole two trucks plus a traffic squad of two people just to get this shit done yo it was excruciating there have been times where we went out of out of like in different parts of charlotte not charlotte excuse me different parts of north carolina where when confederate flags were popping up yeah it was like yeah, you got it. Doesn't be sound careful. like the ideal situation for a black man. Nah. Uh, what was fun after that was going into the warehouse work, where it's like, oh, forget about getting hit by a car. Now, see, I used to live that life for a little bit, and getting hit by a forklift. Right. It's a whole lot more uh, yeah. shit to worry about. Now you're more responsible. Now you can't blame anybody but yourself. Or the guy who wasn't paying attention. There's usually somebody who's not paying attention. That was fun because that was my first graveyard shift. Ooh, like what, what was your graveyard shift? Because when I did factory work, I went from, it was like 7 to 7 or 6 to 6. Uh, six to six to six, seven to seven. Yeah. And it was with medical candies. So I was helping packaging like uh, cough drop lozenges, like... Uh, vitamin gummies, uh, melatonin. That was gummy melatonin was fun, but the room that you work in with all the sugar just kind of like it makes the whole area sticky. So that's also not fun. Oh, get this! You're not allowed to listen to music because you have to have like a clear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, because there's shit that can kill you in there. Very know? much so. But <laughs> yeah, they also yeah. expect for you to work like three hours straight, not talking to anybody, just like. Well, my my factory had a fucking my shit at least had a radio. We didn't have that. We had one little last radio in the corner, and you know, every couple hours, one of the dudes would change it and put on their station. You know, so that's how we did it. Mm -mm. First couple hours, you listen to rock, and then it'd be like smooth jazz, and then I get my little rap time in, and you know, be like Spanish music. So it was a good mix. Well. Be that as it may, it fucking sucked. I had to adjust my sleep schedule, and that really was lame. That shit fucks your sleep schedule up. It's fucked it all the way up, bro. That my girl's schedule, cause she 
you, you know how it is when you're in love and you can't go to sleep without your significant other. I guess I don't know. I can go to sleep. I will if I have to. Sleep ain't never. Not the same right now. I can definitely fall asleep when I need to. Sleep ain't never. My girl said so that's like my special power. She's like, you can just be like up talking shit and then like five minutes later be asleep. I'm just out. <laughs> I'm up. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> like, literally, I'll wake up, watch TV with her for like five minutes, and then she'll look over and I'll be snoring. She's like, I don't know how you do it. It's a whole, it's Everybody a needs a superpower. Everybody has one. Let me see what you put on the beat here. Yeah. Again, y'all. We've been chilling in the kitchen and Tone's been hard at work on the edge of battle. Been standing up all goddamn all day. All the time. Yeah, with the prep job. That this is how dedicated we are to this podcast. We're doing both elements, though, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. So I was working with this loop right here. I'm about to, hold on. Let's do... process as to if you were going to train somewhere, take a protege? I guess for the first part would be just like making sure that they understood like tempos and rhythms and just from there just kind of like showing them how to make melodies and different types of patterns. Like when I used to have students, a big part of um like what I was trying to teach them wasn't necessarily, oh, this is how you make music, this is how you be a producer. I was kind of like, all right, look, this is what you can use to make music, but what you need to understand is the basis of the fact that you're not making anything that's way too much more, like there's nothing uh, new under the sun, so you're gonna make something that probably sounds like something you've already heard, and that's okay. The the uh, idiosyncrasies that you uh, add the devil in those details is what makes one this is supposed to make this fun and also what makes you the producer that you end up becoming so you know just trying to figure out visual style that yeah. people have that, that make them unique yeah and I mean I like how like there's always so many different stigmas as to like 
I mean, like in any community, I feel like it's made up of groups of people who kind of like are appreciative of what other groups do to be a part of the same community. Like you got people who are like, ah, I don't like uh, producers who sample. You got people producers who just sample were like ah fuck those guys who don't do I mean, uh, you know like music said, theory it's, it's you got people all don't. based on yeah. the style yeah and exactly it's, it's yeah, how much like, other yeah. music you actually knew and, and what you did i find like some uh most people that i know that have been producers play multiple instruments and that's what really helps them and then you know you get some of the other guys where i'm just like oh this is how i know a lot of old songs because they've just been sampling everything right when all actuality, it's like, again, nothing's new under the sun. I've heard things that, I've, that I thought were samples were actual people who drew out every instrument. Or how, like, well, when I say draw, it's like I'm using the mouse right here to uh, put in different notes and whatnot. You also have people who can use the instrument itself and kind of, like, place the sound in there almost naturally um i mean everybody got a problem with everything or just have there's always there's several different ways to skin the cat man just get down to the bare meat of it yeah that makes sense i like that i wish i'd have made some oil we doing burgers tonight for dinner i could have made a fucking aioli Slept like a goddamn baby tonight. <laughs> okay, I like that. I want to do like a, a cooking episode and bring over a bunch of people. Well, not a bunch, maybe like three. Yeah, <laughs> smaller group. Yeah, maybe like three people that I like and shit, and then just infuse all the foods that they like. Like, everyone pick a favorite dish, and I just go off and just infuse it. Yeah. But people got to bring, like, they're going to also you need gotta to bring, bring the supplies for the food. There we go. That's you like, you got to bring your ingredients. I have my own seasoning, but you got to bring, don't show up here and be like, y'all don't got chicken. I would like to do, like, maybe an episode, maybe like a, a long, uh, like a, some type of project where you just try and find different fats to infuse and then cook with it. Because for some reason, I thought about ghee butter. And I've never had ghee butter. I just like how ghee butter sounds, but I would like to hear it. I wonder what infused ghee butter sounds like. I don't know what it is, but I want some. <laughs> That's for this Yeah, I mean, I, I got a bunch of books. That's how I got it. I just got a bunch of books. And it was like every book, I could learn how to infuse something different. That's why it's funny when people ask me, like, how do you do this? And I was like, it's it's all over the internet, guys. Like, it's not that hard. Guys. Everybody can make it happen, yeah. Anybody can. Well, not anybody, but. So what would you consider the salt of like making a beat? Would you say it's the drums or 
guitar. So, like, you know, that one thing, you can always sprinkle a little bit of that in there. I would see what that, they, you know. When you have, when you have, when you're putting together a beat and you kind of like utilize elements like that, your sauce or your seasonings, even though I said the guitar is more like a seasonal blend, it's not, it's its own, like, it could be the protein, a vegetable, it could, it has, it's a coarse, like, item. But like, salt would be like the mixing process. Like when you, mostly I think salt would be like the EQing because you need EQ in every element or every instrument that you're working with. All right, so for the novices out there like myself, what, what would EQing be? That's equalizing, I imagine, but. It's uh, shaping the frequency of the sound by, uh, like it's, it's literally shaping the frequency of the sound. And when you talk about frequency, you're talking about like how the wave moves, how the sound hits your ear. Like there's like if your your ear almost operates similar to your tongue. There's uh, without getting completely scientific. There's like elements in which you can hear different registers of sound, just like you can taste different elements of <laughs> taste. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, you got your sweet, your bit sweet and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so like, it. yeah, like your voice can hear like a baby's laughter, but it also can pick up the low rumbles of a car. Those are two different sound frequencies. And okay. your hear can pick up on all those. So when you're talking about equalizing or EQing, you're just shaping those frequencies. You sometimes take out the elements. I'm gonna pull up an EQ on my, um, on this instrument. You can kind of, uh, whatever it sounds like, you can alter the sound of it with uh, different tools that just kind of like subtract the frequency from places and add frequencies and others. So if I pull up my mixer, which is this one right here, this is the instrument in this channel. And I just add a simple... For those who can't see, I'm looking at a computer with a lot of things moving. <laughs> a lot of things he's just telling on. me, he's like, uh, this is the channel right here. I'm like, all right, yeah, this all makes sense. Well, this little thing that's dancing around, as you can see, these uh, strands of... And make no mistake, I was thinking about this and I like telling people what we're going to do in the means of like, okay, now we got to do it. But I really want to start making, of all the beats that I made, I'm going to go back and I want to do like a whole YouTube video on what the beat is and probably further making it for our YouTube channel. So just be on the lookout for that because I would like y'all to see what Tone's seeing so, <laughs> with complete and utter it, music. It definitely helps with the explanation. <laughs> but um, all of these little uh, knobs right here on this parametric EQer is um, all managed to change the frequency by subtracting, adding, boosting. In different ranges. Okay, I get it. I see now. That, that makes sense. So, so that's that's assault. Yeah. Okay. Because you, you, this is something that you're incorporating. Sprinkle a little bit or take a little out. Well, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's roughly it. Okay. And the way that this mixer right here works. Let me see melodies. We'll do a main melody cut. Yeah. Ooh, something smells good, good. But yeah, the way that mixers work, it's like you can try, you can channel in all of the different channels to uh, to take the same amount of salt, or you can add salt, or in this case, the EQ to separate different channels. It's like if you're making cookies, 
if you're gonna make cookies, which, which is exactly scratch, what I'm doing right now. Right, you, there's a difference between using, uh, like you might have salt in the cookie, uh, in the recipe, and not use salted butter. Because if you use salted butter and salt, you know, you got too much salt. Like I wouldn't put an EQ on one sound and then also a separate different EQ on different sounds. That's the difference, like I can do that without it being too salty. Okay. Yeah, case in point. That's a good reference. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of just kind of like breaking the element down and going from there. All right, we got that EQ on, just a little. Cut some off the front, cut something off the back. Let's go back and add those drums. takes me back to the toll house days. I don't know who makes the better chocolate chip cookie, toll house or Pillsbury, because although toll house is the chocolate people, Pillsbury can't fuck up on a, they, they never miss when it comes to a baked good. I've yet to like, when they had the, uh, when the, the cinnamon buns, when they became like, oh yeah, this is the same recipe as cinnamon. I'm like, oh really? Oh, really? <laughs> Let's see how much you guys really know what you're talking about. For real. Honestly, the only reason why I would get those is because the nearest Cinnabon wasn't... The nearest Cinnabon is actually at the mall that I'm about to move close to, so I'm going to stop buying the toilet. I'm going to stop buying the pills. about to put on like 25 pounds. Hey, be careful over there. So. Well, nah, because I mean, if because in all actuality, if I think about it, the mall is in some form of walking distance from my crib. So I work them out, so I work them calories right back off. Right, right. You walk up there, get to sit by, walk it back home, you're like, all right, I'm probably gonna bike, that way I can work a little faster on it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I'm not gonna lie, I walk a lot, and uh, it's time consuming. It's a 10 minute walk, oh yeah, oh yeah. But living so close to the city, I, I loved, well, I guess it, when I was couch surfing in the city, in my college days, like, all I knew was, the wards, like the inner wards, like the four. So, like, and you being like right, not even on the outskirts of what's this third, first, first ward, fourth ward, either or, but like. I think, I think this is considered first, first ward. I think this is first ward. I'm not sure. Mm, Actually, enough. this is Wesley Heights. We're over in Wesley Heights. True. 
Yeah, we live in this. Technically, we live in the same neighborhood, but not in the same neighborhood. Because Wesley Heights extends all the way down to where I'm at, and uh, yeah, all the way down to where I'm at, and then right there on the other side of uh, Oakland or whatever is um, whatever that whatchamacallit is because they've been working i used to go to a couple different community function groups that were trying to improve that area because it's like the thing that separates you I from improved, being i mean gentrify right <laughs> but the thing that separates you from the hood is the the black school <laughs> hey, i'm hooded jason if you cross like, the street the other way motherfucker, you in a whole other world you know, it's like city tones crib Black school. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly the separation. That's literally it. I see him getting on the bus. I'm like, he's badass. For real, man. From all ages. It'd be worse. Like, I saw a kid on my way over here walking in the street, with, and she was wearing, like, a bonnet. I couldn't tell if she was, like, in, in fifth, ninth, or freshman in college. Like, that's how these kids look these days. Like, they all look the same. Feeling the exact same way when I see some of these little kids on the street. I'm like, this motherfucker could easily be driving a car or riding a big wheel. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that magnum opus of edible that you're getting to? I mean, ultimately, I would like to have a brand. You know what I mean? Like, you oh, go you to the that. store and get to get the, you know, the THC brand of edibles. Do you think that's going to ruin, like, the element of, like, what made it come to? I think it will, but I mean, I mean that's eventually that's where you want to get to, you know? Yeah, you want to get to that point where, you know, your shit's in, like, the supermarket and you're like, all right. I mean, unless you're just in it to cook for the rest of your life. Some people just never never want to stop and I understand that you know what I mean mm -hmm. so it's just a different level of love that you have for the game but yeah tones like pay the man <laughs> I mean ultimately the point of the game is to not have to play forever you know what I mean so <laughs> that's, that that's always the goal that I understand ba -boom -boom, ba -doom, ba -doom, ba -doom. or according to my my oldest sister she thinks I need to open a restaurant or, or a cafe and I was like I'll do a cafe before I ever do a restaurant. Restaurants are a nightmare. Yeah, restaurants fail so frequently. So though. frequently. And on top of that, I gotta deal with like upset ass customers. Like, we got a cafe, you come in, you get your shit, you get out. I can't lie. If I, if, if. See, see your edibles in the in the supermarket is the same as see like me producing elevator music. <laughs> like, oh, it could happen. I support it too. I but support happens, it. It's gonna be like I can't wait to get on that elevator. And be like, I know this dude. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
turning up, having elevator parties. <laughs> Everybody's just hype about a party, like, yo, we about to go to that spot. Oh, yeah, what's the spot? And it's just like the Bank of America building. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a fucking Bank of America. Like, oh, no, bro. Let's get on this elevator. Let's fucking lit. God damn. Try one of these cookies, sir. God damn right, dude. That's a perfect way to get ready to sign this bad boy off. Take some pictures, make some visuals, throw them up on the grizzam. <laughs> ground for ground. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> I got jokes. Um, yeah, this is this one's probably this is probably one of my favorite ones. I was thinking like uh, the fourth episode is is a is a great spot because. If we can do four, we can do four more. Well, this is a, oh my God, people. Did I, did I hit it? Did I, did I get it? Mm. Like it's, the, it's still got the right amount of softness to crisp ratio. Like the, the nice firm bottom. The chocolate is gooey. Like you feel like you're eating an edible right now. It feel more like you're just having cookies. Nah, this is this feels just like a baked cookie. Like this and is fucking like delicious. People don't and people don't really. Um, I'm not gonna say people don't really. What I'm gonna say is this: there's a level of uh, of crunch that people don't pay attention to when it comes to cookies. Like I wish there was a right a rating system on like crunch. <laughs> Like this is sitting in a good place where it's like a great percentage of a great ratio of crunch to softness. Like not super audible. Like they probably can't. I'm sitting close to the mic. They probably won't be able to hear like that crunch, but you can still feel it. Come on, man. That's next level. Nice, nice. Thank you. About an hour. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Your bags, man. Hey, you, you don't, you don't want to trip. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you all the time. The only way to get off is to take your ass to sleep. <laughs> awesome. Well, this was lovely. I like how this came together. Yeah, yeah. This was a real good vibe. I'm glad I, I had the time to make the edibles and. Even bad, more glad you came up with the idea to do it out here. That's what I'm saying. Well, shit, next next week probably we'll be back in our same location. We might be in your mama kitchen, not his, our mother's kitchens, but you know what I'm saying. But we do want to appreciate all the people who tuned in and listening. And of course, there's a lot more great things to come. You know, you can follow us on the Stu Chef Pod Instagram as well as the Stu Chef Podcast on Twitter. Um, more to come. Merch is in the works, challenges, appearances, all that jazz. Uh, Tony, you want to say anything to the lovely people? Uh, just check me out on It's a Stoner's Paradise to see these lovely edibles I'm making today. Um, like I said, I can't wait to keep it going. 
ready for the next round of guests to come on in now. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. This is on Stew Chef Podcast. Peace. <laughs>